0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Hey, everybody! Philip Slavin of the Ten Twelve here. Before we get started, I just want to make one note. Obviously, the Texas Kansas game has been delayed due to COVID nineteen, uh, but we recorded this podcast before that news came out. So I didn't want to have to go through and try and make major edits, and we didn't have time to re-record. So I just left the podcast episode as is. The pick for Texas Kansas. Is in this episode. We will repick that game when that game is actually played. Uh, but for now, we're just going to leave it in. So enjoy this episode as it was originally recorded and intended to be heard. Welcome to the 10-12, the podcast that covers all 10 teams in the Big 12 Conference. I am your host, Philip Slavin. Thank you for joining us for our Picks episode, which drops every Thursday. Uh, Joining me, as always, our pro picker, Daniel Alexander of Grinders with Blinders. Uh, Daniel, how you doing, bud?
2: Doing great. So happy to be here. Uh, Big games this weekend.
0: Looking forward to it.
1: Big games indeed. Of course, Chris, the LGGOG himself, Ross, joining us as well. Buddy, how are you?
0: I'm good. Life with an infant is a little bit different than, uh, so, but yeah. Otherwise, other than that, I'm good.
1: I like how you're establishing if you go zero and three that it's the it's the child's fault. Sure, okay, hundred percent. And uh, since we only have three games, well, four picks this week, uh, I wanted to bring on someone to be a little guest picker for us. We've had him on the show before, and uh, you can hear his illustrious voice on the High Motor Podcast with Andrew Dowdy on a regular basis. Chase Kitty, what's up, bud?
3: Hey, what's going on, guys?
1: Um, I didn't ask Andrew if I have permission to borrow you. Is that okay? <laughs> Should I have done that first, or are we good?
3: I cleared it with him earlier today. He let me out of the basement for this, so uh, we're we're really excited. I'm gonna get to see some sunlight today.
1: What a guy! What a guy! Yeah. Um, okay, so we have three Big Twelve games on the docket this weekend. Two huge. Huge games when it comes to Big 12 title implications. Iowa State, Kansas State, and of course, Bedlam, OU, Oklahoma State, Iowa State, Kansas State with the Farm Again moniker that needs to become an official thing and just become just part of the uh, nomenclature for Big 12 sports. And of course, we have Texas, Kansas, which is a game that will be played. Uh, so we'll pick all of those all those games as well as our, our one non-game. I, I did want to, before we got into it, ask both Chase and Daniel, two guys who, who make a lot of picks on a regular basis. I bet quite often. NBA draft is tonight. By the time this is up, it will have been have been wrapped up. But I am curious from you guys: Do you bet the NBA draft? And kind of what kind of philosophy would you have betting a, a draft as opposed to games? Whether it's NBA or NHL or, or NFL. Um, Daniel, why don't you you go first? You guys can just chat amongst yourselves or whatever.
2: Um, in this particular draft, uh, I'm going to stay away. Uh, you'll you'll hear a lot of guys talking about. Limits are pre- squeezed pretty darn low on a lot of these prop bets. So what does that mean? You know, a, a lot of books that I have are, you know, $100, $200 is literally all you can get down. Um, and books do have, you know, a big range of odds on on one proposition. You'll find a lot of different prices for one thing. So you can maybe find some value there. But, you know, especially sitting here the morning of the draft, a lot of value is probably squeezed out of the uh, out of the numbers unless you've got some inside info an example might be you know there might be some guy getting picked tonight in sort of the five six seven spot and books are paying out like he's got a five percent chance to get picked and you might have some information knowing no there might be some teams that are looking this at this guy and you know maybe a realistic percentage chance for him to get picked is like 20 or 25 percent so there's maybe some value in you know in those middle picks, but at the very top, it's probably long gone.
3: Yeah, uh, Daniel mentioned the, uh, the the fact that the the odds sort of ecosystem for something like this, you can find probably more disparate numbers across other books. So I do think you have more arbitrage opportunities than maybe you would otherwise. But it does it does feel like drafts are one of those things where you're really into it, or you're not qualified to bet on it. So for me, like I rarely bet on drafts. I follow the draft. I'm interested in the draft, but I feel like I don't have enough actual leverage to really take a position on much. I think I've told the story before, maybe not on this podcast, but other places where the only NFL draft I ever made was on Baker Mayfield to go number one at all, because I was drunk at a bar and the odds shifted so dramatically that even when I was like three or four beers in, I was like, Oh, well, this is obviously about to happen. So I put a little bit down on that, but just for me personally, my attention is is more in straight bets and putting together smarter parlays than, than,
2: uh, betting draft positions. Uh, speaking of when lines move like that, I love those spots where it's like, I have no clue what's going on, but these numbers just went from plus 3000 down to plus 500. Somebody knows something, exactly. you know? Yeah. And it's like this avalanche is going, it's like, man, can I catch some good numbers before this gets down to like plus 200, even money minus 120, something like that. Great yeah. catch.
1: Very cool. All right, so there you go. So if you uh, want to bet on the next NBA draft, go ahead. NFL draft, that's great. Uh, we won't be doing that here because, <clears throat> yeah, no, and we've already said we're not going to do basketball picks because I have no clue how to pick basketball games. I don't. I couldn't even begin to do it. So um, let's just hop right in. Let's start with as we do in chronological order with the Big Twelve: Texas versus Kansas. Again, this is a game that's being played. Um, I know my good friend Andy Mits our uh, Monday show co-host is all over Kansas pulling this upset and I I wish him well with that hope. Uh, This line opened with uh, Texas as a 28 point favorite. That's pretty much gone up to about 29 and a half is pretty much where I see it everywhere. We're going to keep track of it. Uh, Over under opened at 57 and a half. That's you can get it at 58 pretty much across the board uh last week i forgot to talk about last week's results chris you were our winner last week you went 3-0 uh, i went two zero and one and daniel went 2-1 and so chris since you were our big winner of last week why don't you take this one first yeah
0: like i said uh in the intro there that uh, life is a little bit different with an infant so i'm not quite as prepared this week as i normally would be so uh i'm gonna put that caveat in there with my picks this week um Texas at Kansas. I am going to take Kansas plus twenty nine and a half. I think I can get it at because if for no other reason, never forget twenty sixteen.
1: <laughs> uh, actually, I believe Circa has it at thirty, so I can get you plus thirty if you. All want right. So. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, I'll take all I can get. Plus the uh, um, Kansas fan to cover a spread has to break at some point, right? They're due. Uh,
1: sure. Sure <laughs> that that could happen at some point i'm sure it, it might next season um okay so i'll uh i mean i think everyone who listens to this show is pretty well aware of what i'm gonna do i'm just gonna ride what keeps winning uh, and i'm gonna take the over and i can get it at let's see 58 is where i can is the lowest i can get it kansas overs have the only week that it did not hit it hit the score line so i understand 58 points is a lot Texas' defense is getting better, but I still think Kansas could put up a few points. Texas' offense, every offense looked good against Kansas' defense. So at a 58 line, I feel comfortable taking the over 58 here. Uh, And I'm going to ride with that because why would I? I'm not going to not do it until it doesn't work. You give me a couple of unders in a row, we'll talk. Until then, I'm going to ride with this. Uh, Daniel, what are you feeling here, man? I'm
2: taking a different pick than both of you. Uh, Let's see. This total has been hit quite a bit, actually down. So, you know, while these overs keep hitting for Kansas, uh, betters have been hitting this under all throughout the week. Uh, We're looking at 13 to 15 on our wins. Looks right now, it looks like there's going to be rain. Under 61 was hit at circa. Chris came in at 60 and a half. Under again at pinnacle at 59 and a half. There's consensus across a lot of books that this game is going to go under. I don't know if weather is going to be playing the factor. I don't know if it's Kansas's anemic offense that's going to be playing the factor. But one thing, uh, one move that I like, one move that I look for, I have the raw numbers of Texas at minus 33 in this game. And then there's some clues going on by the books right now. We've got a total that's dropped four or five points, and the favorites gotten even bigger. So, The scoring, there's going to be less implied scoring, and Texas has gone out now to 29, 29 and a half, and like you said, even minus 30 at circa. My raw numbers like Texas, the way this line and this total is moving, to me, screams Texas is going to cover this game. Give me the best line that you're going to give me, Texas. I'll lay the chalk.
1: Uh, I can get you 29.5 is the best because we don't use sportsbetting.com or DraftKings. So uh, 29.5. Cash it. All right. Uh, Chase, sir, what are you feeling here, bud?
3: First of all, off the top, I just want to say I'm picking this game because you guys are telling me I have to pick this game. <laughs> I would never pick this game. And, I mean, this is nuts. Like, uh, I just I don't want anything to do with this side. So when I went to handicap this, I went and looked. Add a little bit of the history. Obviously, we've, we've already mentioned the overtime game in, in 2016. Herman's actually 0 3 against the spread against Kansas. Uh, he was a 24 point favorite last year. They won by two, 50 48. Uh, he was 15 points on the road in 18. They won 24 17. Went back to 2017. He was a 33 and a half point home favorite. They won 42 27. So here you've got another big number that's in that 30 range. I feel like I would lean toward Kansas plus the points. I thought Daniel had a really good handicap. So I I think he gives you a pretty clear path on why you would take Texas. I'll lean with Kansas and the trend, even though, I mean, the ATS numbers for Kansas are just so bad this year. They, I mean, it was the backdooriest of backdoor covers that they got in Morgantown and that's the only cover that they've had this year. And even that might depend where you got the number. So give me Kansas plus the points, but I mean, no way I'm ever betting this in real life.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't think any of us would bet at a Kansas game in real life. Unless I just yeah. hit overs cause they've been hitting. But yeah, that's fine. Uh this is all for fun. No one actually wants to put any money on Kansas. This is grief. <laughs> I mean, literally they're not even gonna allow fans anymore. Fans don't want to spend money on Kansas. Okay. Um, so let's move on down in order. Iowa State, Kansas State, Farmageddon which is like one of the best rivalry names. Can we just make it official? Please, somebody. Uh, this line opened Iowa State as a 10-point favorite. That has gone to 10.5 or 11, depending upon where you shop. Uh, the over-under opened at 53.5. It's down to 46.5. So a lot of people on the under here. Uh, Daniel, what are, you, what are you feeling here, bud?
2: Um, people that follow me on the app, uh, excuse me, the Action Network app where I post every single play, Uh, By the time totals were open for me. So I think it was circa that opened that 53 and a half and that thing was gone within seconds. Uh, By the time other books were posting totals on Monday, I bet the max that I could where it was available under 49 and a half. uh, I just love that number. I I think where the number sits now at 46, 46 and a half, I would be less hesitant to bet it. And on today's pod, I'm certainly not going to recommend anyone betting that number as I've said in past weeks. I hate giving out plays where the number I've got is long gone. Uh, one spot I do like here though, uh, because the total's gotten so low, this is similar to that Baylor spread, what two weeks ago with that spread differential. Uh, excuse me, a spread and total differential where it's just kind of like that conference road dog is getting too many points for that low of total in my opinion. Uh, Kansas State, they've been such a weird team this year. It's like they look great. They're ranked 16th in the country and they play like they're ranked 100th in the country. Their uh, <laughs> their Their losses are so ugly. I feel like with this total, they're going to keep this game close. I think they're going to keep it within that 11 points that total is getting too low and the spread is staying put at 11. I think I can grab. So this is, again, this is a classic conference road dog spread, total differential. That's just, that's just not quite there. Just like Baylor two weeks ago, there's value on this double digit dog.
0: Give me Kansas state.
1: Okay. Uh, Chris, what are you feeling everybody
0: bud? Yeah, I'm going back and forth on this one. This is actually, I mean, I find this game a, a really, really tough pick. I was actually just looking at the weather, um, because I think it might be rainy on Saturday there in Ames, and man, I, I don't know. I mean, Kansas State, very up and down, um, kind of what Daniel was talking about. I don't know if I fully believe in them Oklahoma State. A lot of a lot of last week's or, or the last game there, where they where they kept it close with Oklahoma State, was due to Oklahoma State's offensive line issues. I don't think Iowa State's going to have those issues. I want to say Iowa State covers um, behind Brees Hall, Brock Purdy getting better, um, playing better, and, and of course Brees Hall, which might be the best player in the Big Twelve right now. Um, so. I like it. It's at Iowa State. I'm going to take the home team to, to cover at the lowest number I can get.
1: Uh, lowest number I get you is uh, is 10.5. So that's what you'll get. Right. Uh, Chase, what do, what do you think here?
0: Uh, I really like Kansas State.
3: Iowa State has been a, a solid bet for a lot of this year, but the spot you really don't want them in is as a home favorite, especially when the number's big. You know, They have to lay the 14 against Baylor. They don't cover that uh, and, and come kind of slow out of the gate. Uh, they uh they don't cover 11 and a half which is a very similar number to this against louisiana they lose that game outright the only home cover as a favorite they do have this year i think is texas tech uh when you compare that again kansas state chris Kleiman 14 and 5 against the spread since he came to manhattan in regular season games that includes nine and four as a dog i know that they're not quite the same without skylar thompson but i don't care give me kansas state plus the points and i think the nature of this game probably keeps it close <laughs> As we have seen suggested by what the total is. I,
0: I love after both picks this week, the professionals are, I immediately disagree with you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is going to be an interesting week because uh, uh, it looks like the pros are going to go one way and the amateurs are going to go the other because I agree with Chris here. And this is as much about Kansas State on the road. Um, this, uh, look, I get it. Manhattan is a tough place to play. Oklahoma state went super conservative after the game where they had multiple turnovers against Texas. You had a beat up offensive line. You had a beat up Chuba Hubbard, a beat up Spencer Sanders. Tylan Wallace didn't play L.D. Brown played. They didn't even think he was going to, but he did. Thank goodness for that. Cause he helped Oklahoma state get that win in Manhattan over Kansas state on the road. We saw what happened at West Virginia. I know Kansas state got the win over TCU and they were a dog in that game, but they didn't look good in that game. And TCU just looked far, far worse. Kansas State on the road this year. They got that win over Oklahoma, and that's great. And they beat Texas or TCU. But I just don't feel good about Kansas State on the road with a true freshman. I like Deuce Vaughn, but I think the the amount of use they've put into Deuce Vaughn is starting to kind of show. Teams are figuring out how to stop him. Oklahoma State pretty much shut Deuce Vaughn down. Um, Iowa State's defense is fine. I think it's good. I don't think it's great. I think it's good. Um, I think that it's just at home – I really like Brees Hall. I, I can get it at 10 and a half. That doesn't feel too big. I think Chris and I are in agreement here. I, we're going to go Iowa state to cover 10 and a half. I, I don't think it's a blowout. I, 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 think it, you know, 13, 14 point game, which doesn't feel like a blowout in this game to me, but I just, I don't like Kansas not on the road. I don't like them in this spot on the road at all.
0: Yeah. And it's exactly that. It's that 27 point loss to West Virginia. I think the veil has been lifted a little bit on the Wildcats and, and uh, they had some magic early, but I think it's fading.
1: So, for Iowa State fans, you have a big game this weekend. You have a another huge game the following week on Friday when you got to face Texas. Go 2-0 and on those, and Iowa State's pretty much locked in for a big 12 title game appearance in Arlington. You know, I don't know about you, but a good way to make sure to help your team is to put on some, some nice Iowa State apparel. Might I suggest you go and pick a few things up from home field apparel. Super awesome, super comfortable, well researched, vintage sports apparel. They got hoodies, they got sweaters, they've got really comfortable t-shirts. Uh, they've got joggers if you want that. They don't necessarily have Iowa State logo on the joggers, but whatever. I won't do joggers. My wife keeps trying to get me to do them. I'm, a, I'm afraid I'll like them, so I don't I don't want to get any of them. I'm gonna be stubborn like that. Um, Look, we talk about Homefield all the time because their stuff is awesome. It has become a big thing around sports, the college sports. Like if, if you don't know about them, you need to go check out homefieldapparel.com. You need to go check out their Twitter account because it is hilarious and you will suddenly be an Indiana fan, not just because they're winning, but because Homefield apparel makes it hard not to like Indiana, which is a weird thing to say about Indiana football, but here we are. They've got Iowa State. They've got Baylor. They've got over a hundred different other schools. Go to homefieldapparel.com, use the promo code 1012, get 20% off your first order. All orders of $50 or more are get free shipping. So with the holidays coming up, maybe you get one for you, one for a friend, two for you. Uh, If you have a girlfriend or wife who does the cliche thing of stealing your sweaters and hoodies, go pick up two. That way, one for her, one for you. You're all set. Great Iowa State stuff. I have a marching size shirt. It's awesome. So homefieldapparel.com, promo code 1012, 20% off your first order. You're rocking some awesome, awesome college apparel this weekend all right so it's time for the big one i say the big one nothing against farmageddon but i mean from a, from the standpoint of impacting the outcome of the big 12 title over the last decade no game has had a bigger role in that than bedlam has not red river texas is stung. it's been bedlam huge game oklahoma state the higher ranked team that doesn't happen very often going to Norman. Oklahoma opened as a 10-point favorite. This line has been all over the place. I've seen it as low as 5.5 right now. It's pretty much a lock at 7. Uh, over-under opened at 57.5. Uh, now it's pretty much a 59. No, you can get a 59, 59.5, 60, depending upon if you want to take the over-under and try and figure that out. Bedlam is huge. Here we are. Um, I have not gone first yet, so so I'll go ahead and do so. Um, look, I've been an Oklahoma State fan long enough to uh, To not go into this weekend with hope, that would be foolish, and it would be crushed again, and I just can't do that. I understand that OU has gotten back their players from suspension against Texas Tech and Kansas. I understand that's made Oklahoma look really good against Texas Tech and Kansas. I also understand that it's Texas Tech and Kansas, so you have to take everything that happens against those teams with a grain of salt, especially Kansas. As we know, Kansas data is, is just zero. Just zero it out. It doesn't matter this year. Kansas is that bad. That said, it's November. Lincoln Riley doesn't lose in November in conference play. It's a home game. Smaller fan size or not doesn't really matter. And even at a touchdown, I feel good taking the Sooners, and that's what I'm going to do. Um, I look. I bleed orange, it's true, but uh, I I will believe that Oklahoma State is going to win Bedlam when I see them do it, and until then I will not pick OSU, and seven feels like a comfortable enough number in this game where we don't know how healthy Oklahoma State's offensive line is, we don't know how healthy Tylan Wallace is, we don't know how healthy Spencer Sanders is, so with all those things, um, Oklahoma having gotten back their players from suspension, getting healthier, offensive line playing better, I'm going to take Oklahoma, I'm going to take Oklahoma minus seven. Uh, Chase, what are you feeling here, bud?
3: I think I, I agree with you if you want to bet the side of this. I'm kind of looking more at the total. I, I don't know about you guys. I thought it was curious when I saw that the total for this game was in the 50s, uh, especially given how wild a couple of these last games have been. I mean, you had one in the last three years. I think two of them have gone over 90 points. One of them have gone on over a hundred points. So, I expected this total to be, even though Oklahoma State hasn't been some massive big shootout team this year, I did expect to see this number in the 60s. The fact that it's in the 50s makes me want to play the number here in particular and not necessarily you know some advanced analysis. I'm just looking at the number and I'm playing the number. And I think the under is the right side to be on. So I'm actually looking here uh, for my own card for this Saturday. I'm looking at uh, a parlay between Oklahoma minus seven and the under 59 here, uh, for the purposes of this podcast, give me under 59. I know you're kind of taking your own life in hands when you take an under in this game, but, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the under,
1: uh, I actually get you 60 at circa right now. I'll so take like 60. Under 60. Yeah. That's what I, th- I thought you might. Uh, okay. Uh, Daniel, what are you feeling here, man?
2: A little bit of an echo chamber going on, but, um, I'm also going to be taking the under in this game, Uh, and here's why. There's a few reasons going on. We've got crosswinds uh, going on, I believe, uh, 10, 11, 12 miles an hour. I always like when we get some double-digit wind, uh, and it's crosswind. Uh, More importantly, though, Oklahoma, I I think more than people realize – has sort of turned into a little bit of a running team in the past three or four weeks. Uh, This team has definitely found its stride. They're, they're putting up big points, but you know, they're doing a lot of it on the ground, Oklahoma state, for all of their flaws, a lot of the strength comes on defense. A lot of these wins that they're eking out is their defense, keeping them in the game. I think people see this matchup. People see big 12 people expect points. Uh, you know, people expect some big, easy shootout. I think we might get a little bit of the opposite. I think we might get a tight game. I think we might get defenses that are forcing punts, Oklahoma that's running the ball, extending drives on the ground. And when it's all said and done, you know, this this feels like a 31-27, a 28-24. I mean, gosh, it's really hard to see Oklahoma State putting up more than 24 points in this game. So... Give me the under here, especially if we're hanging a sixty and we're going to take it from circa. I I, I hate doing it. it; it doesn't feel totally right, but under's the play here.
1: All right, Chris, that just leaves you.
0: Yeah, if, if this hit, if this hits the over, it's because the Oklahoma State defense just got too worn out. Um, they were just on the field for too long, and I've been called an OU homer a lot in the past. But the reality is, I'm an OSU guy, you know, with Philip. But you being an OSU guy doesn't just turn a blind eye to how good Oklahoma is and like every year it seems that their early struggles they figured them out and you know they're full strength for Bedlam and that's bad news for Oklahoma State whose offensive line is at least healthier than they were last week but it's still really thin and it's not great and OU's defensive front is really big they're really scary and I do not like Spencer Sanders under pressure running for his life trying to play hero ball it's not going to work out well for the Cowboys. He's way too uh, turnover prone. And I do think he can work on those things, but it's, this isn't the game for that. Um, Spencer Radler, listen, they're going to have their own difficulties on, on offense because Oklahoma State defense is legit, but it can only hold on for so long. How many games have we seen the defense keep the Cowboys in, right? They, they can't do that forever against the Oklahoma offense. They're just too good. Uh, I, I Unfortunately, I, I'm with – i'm with philip I, I i know you covers this by my they win by a couple scores so they cover the the seven point spread
1: i'm gonna have to day drink so much to get into this game just to try and calm myself <laughs> down and if i'm gonna remotely be able to be sober enough to watch this game and keep my eyes focused i'm gonna need a really good cup of coffee i'm gonna turn to lazy fair coffee that's the bean i like ethically sourced beans from around the world roasted at heart right in the heart of a big 12 country in dfw They've got flavors for everybody. Five fantastic flavors to choose from. So go to LazyFairCoffee.com, L-A-Z-Y-F-A-I-R, coffee. I'm not going to spell coffee for you if you haven't figured it out by now. It's on you. Uh, promo code 1012, gets you 10% off your order. It's perfect for you. It's perfect for a holiday gift. Coffee, a bag of coffee is a great stocking stuffer. Or it's just grab, great in a bag with paper because you're lazy like me and you don't actually want to wrap boxes. I want to wrap some things because my daughter's going to enjoy it tearing paper that's the nice thing as a dad but you know for everybody else here's a bag here's some paper pull it out and you're good to go um l-a-z-y-f-a-i-r coffee 1012 gets 10 off your order if you live in the dfw area you get free shipping what what else can you say 10 percent off free shipping a dfw great cup of coffee lazyfaircoffee.com go check it out man cold batteries are getting harder um okay so of course that is the that's our big 12 slate we've got one more pick for everybody chase i'm gonna let you go first here bud uh which uh, which non-big 12 game if you had to make one bet or one or two what would it be
3: it's not the big 12 but it is a big 12 country it's my favorite bet of the week uh houston at southern methodist hold you on
1: SM- hold on go ahead. that game got delayed stop it yeah, because that I I that was gonna I was leaning toward that one as well. They have already announced that that game is uh off due to COVID. Did it just happen? A couple hours ago. Like an hour ago, I think about uh, an hour ago. I
2: saw it. What though. a bummer. Yeah. It's my favorite bet uh, of the week. It's
1: Houston's fault. Oh no, I agreed, because it didn't make any sense that SMU was only a three point favorite in that
2: game. Yeah, there
3: were three points that you're getting them by low spot, and uh the, the handicap I had on it was sixty percent of the tickets were on Houston and eighty percent of the money was on SMU. So that's a real bummer. Uh I can I can audible here. Coastal Carolina is another G5 game I'm looking at. And and it feels like Coastal Carolina has been bet to death already. I feel like most teams this late into the season, you would have lost value by now on sort of the trendy G5 team that came out of nowhere and, and was good this year. But when you look at this game, Coastal opens as, as a four-point home against App State. Most of the tickets are on App State here. I hate betting public underdogs, so that's number one. It feels like this is a public that is betting on App State but hasn't actually watched App State this year because they're not quite as good as they've been in previous years. Coastal is really good, and I think they'll win this game by a touchdown or more. I, I'm looking at, you know, in that 7 to 11 point range, I think is what, uh, what you're going to get from Coastal here. So even though you've lost a little bit of value with the line jumping from 4 to 5.5, I'm still happy to take Coastal at 5.5 because I think they're going to win this game comfortably.
0: All right. Why did we let Chase first? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are you taking your CC boys?
0: I, I have to. Like, I mean, like I said, this week I didn't have a lot of time. I had about thirty minutes prepare to prepare for today's episode, and uh, yeah, but no, I'm going to go back to the well. I hey, I I left alone last week, but I'm going to go back to the well. Coastal Carolina, they're my team this year. They uh, they own the Big Twelve at this point. So um, yeah, I mean. Appalachian State to uh Chase's point, Appalachian State has they've covered the spread, I think, one time this year. So they're they're good, but they're not they're not Coastal Carolina good. And you know, I, I like Carolina at home in this one. They had the off week last week due to the COVID delay, but um I I don't know. I think they're they're they want to get back on the field. I think they're gonna make a statement in this game. I, I know App State wants to play spoiler. Um and, and that's kind of a motivating factor for them. But I, I like Coastal Carolina in this one, and I'm just going to keep writing them.
1: That's fine. That's fine. There you go. Okay. So, well, as as we mentioned, the SMU-Houston game is off. Uh, I I also was really leaning towards SMU because it didn't make any sense. Uh, I will go with someone else who is uh, who's done really well as a dog this season. Arkansas opened as a two-point favorite. That has LSU side has been bet like crazy. Uh, it's up to LSU as a two or two and a half point favorite, depending upon where you look. I'm going to take Arkansas plus two and a half because I can get it to plus two and a half in a couple of different spots. Look, I, this comes down to one thing: Arkansas has the far better defense than LSU. It, is, it may not be as talented, but is so much better coached. I know LSU is getting better. I, 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 this isn't about you know them getting. Blasted by Mississippi State. This is about LSU has just not been very good. Congrats on blowing out South Carolina. Whoop-de-doo. Uh, you, you lost to to Auburn. and Auburn's not very good. They're fine, but they're not like, great. I don't like this LSU team. This game is at home. Sam Pittman will be back on the sideline for Arkansas. I don't understand why all the money's on LSU. Is, is Felipe Franks, like, not playing or something? I don't get it. Um... I will take Arkansas plus two and a half. Betting Arkansas side has worked every week except for last week. And and what are you going to do, Florida's like, Florida's taking it and just turned it up to max volume. I will take Arkansas plus two and a half. That that's what I'm going to run with this week. Uh, Daniel, that leaves you, sir. What what are you thinking?
2: Okay, I've got the bailout special. East Coast listeners are going to hate this play. We're going out to the islands. Boise State is uh, mm. traveling out to Hawaii, and this is gonna be a wild one. We've got 20 mile an hour plus wins throughout the entire game, and they're they're cross wins. We've seen a total opened at 62 and a half, instantly got hit down to 61. I mean, if we just pull up the bet signals, Circa blasted it hard at 62 and a half. Unibet out in New Jersey, hit it at 60 and a half. Pinnacle, Sharp Book, hit it at 60. And these are all coming in on the unders. I'm breaking my own rule here. I did bet this at 61 to the under. I think this number's good down to about 58, 57 and a half. So we still have room. There are still some 59s available. Um, We're seeing almost 60% of the bets taking the over. And this thing has dropped. It's going to be four and a half, five points. I bet by the time this thing kicks, it'll be five, five and a half points off from the total. So circa super sharp book five points off of their total 21 mile an hour wins tickets to the over this line keeps dropping i think this is one of those saturday bailout plays give me the under on that 59
1: yep uh that's the best i get you 59 so that's what i'll get you Mm. boise hawaii state under there's a definitely not something i expected to hear on a show um okay So that wraps us all up. Chase a kitty, dude. Appreciate you joining us today. Uh, for everybody who wants to check out the work you do with the, with our good friend Andrew Dowdy, uh, everybody go check out the High Motor Pod. It is it is one of my regular listens. I enjoy listening to you guys. Uh, I also enjoy your picks episodes because Chase. Sometimes I listen and I'm like, oh, that's that sounds nice. Maybe I'll just do what Chase is doing because he seems to be pretty good at this. Chase, we're gonna to find uh, follow you on uh, on social as well.
3: Uh, just at Chase A Kitty on Twitter. Lots of gambling stuff, and then some some other random nonsense on there as well.
1: We love random nonsense. Uh, Chris Ross, go follow him at Chris. Sp- it's Chris Sports, right? I don't remember Twitter handles. I really probably Sports, but
0: the LGG is probably better.
1: Yeah, go follow the LGG. That's where he does all his uh, his Big Twelve sports tweeting, and it's a lot of fun. Make sure and go follow Daniel at Danner B seven uh and uh reach out if you want to hop into that slack chat they've got going where they're talking about bets all day uh reach out to daniel and i'm sure he'd be happy to invite you in and, and let you gain the, from that wealth of knowledge uh guys thank you as always everybody who listens appreciate it we'll be back on monday to recap this crazy and wild weekend that we hope kind of uh Answers a lot of questions, and it should uh, as to what we can expect to see in Arlington on December 19th, now that we know exactly when the Big 12 Totems game is going to be played. So enjoy the games this weekend. Don't forget to hit up Home Field Apparel. Don't forget to hit up Lazy Fair Coffee. Follow us on Twitter at 1012podcast, in the number 12 the word podcast. Uh, don't forget to follow us on the gram at 1012pod. And if you want to leave a, a rating or review, we appreciate it. If you want to leave a, ra- a review that says, I like the show but don't like Andy, that's pretty much what we're going with. So the first person who does, congrats to you. Uh, and uh, we'll talk to you all Monday.
2: Podcast Network.